Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for Spirit Tribal and Magic the Gathering. On this episode, something that the fans have been requesting, that's Pioneer Sideboard, Bant Edition. Also, I got the shoutout section, where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the grub, the creme de la creme. Are you excited? Because I know I am. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. I am your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or I shouldn't quit my day job? And then finally, MTGEctoplasm.com, where I put the latest and greatest episodes. And if you want to donate or sponsor an episode, just like this one ladies and gentlemen you can do that there now like i ask each and every single week the thousands and thousands of around uh, of you around the world i humbly ask i humbly beg you do me a favor there's a like follow subscribe button somewhere in the lower right hand side lower left hand side you know what it's on you wherever it is hit that thing for me because it lets you know when the latest episode gets posted and i don't know who you are but there is a listener a super fan there is who actually was listening to an episode five minutes after it was posted the last episode whoever you are a super fan thank you very much i humbly appreciate it now i do have the engineer with me this evening the ravishing renata hey ravishing Hi, everyone. Hey, look at that. She's back. She's going to join me on this episode. Uh, what we're going to do is uh, just just a simple reminder, ladies and gentlemen, tell your friends and family about the show. We're a family fun show. We, uh, I got the wife here, and uh, we're all about having good time and loving the game of Magic the Gathering. So whoever's, whoever you're uh, friends or family with, share uh, share them with us, and uh, I guarantee they end up liking the show. Now, Ravishing, got a question for you. Is there anything you want to share with the uh, listening audience here? Thank you for listening. Anything else other than thank you for listening? No? Stay no? tuned for some... New up and coming content. I'll see, see. for two thousand twenty-two. So two thousand twenty-two is going to be a big episode, a uh, big se- uh, big year for us. Yes. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, you this is breaking news here. Breaking news: two thousand twenty-two will be hopefully a spectacular uh, season or year for us, the Spirit Squadron, or seriously, Spirit Squad, right? Yes. Okay, there you go. Now, with that being said, now we're on to segment number one, numero uno. And in this segment, yes, you're going to get the top five plus the honorable mention decks that you will be facing in Pioneer, and I'm going to give you my suggestions for the sideboard Bant Edition. Now, before I do, I have to give you my deck list. Now, I crafted this deck list it took me months and months. No, I'm lying. This is a deck list that I have built previously when Star City Games was in my local area uh, before the COVID lockdowns. 
and I actually played this uh, at a tournament, and you know I did it exceptionally well. Um, the only difference is is that I changed up the mana base because the new there were certain new cards that came out, and of course I had to update it. Now I have not updated it since the latest Crimson Vow, since uh, Crimson Vow uh, just came out about a week ago. I haven't got my hands my grubby little fingers on it but um, i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get certain cards and the only uh, i'm telling you i'm thinking about putting two illuminators in this deck just just throwing it out there i'm considering i'm gonna play test it to see two eliminator illuminators now renata ravishing do me a favor tell the listening audience my deck list well what what's on tap okay we'll start with spells for spells, you have four collected company. Very nice. I like I like the collected company because well with band. <laughs> four creatures, you have four mausoleum wanderer, two spectral sailor, four rattle chains, one selfless spirit, four shacklegeist, four supreme phantom, four watcher of the spheres, two. Skyclave Apparition, four Empyrean Eagle, yep, four spell spell callers, spell callers. Now that's that's basically the standard of what most players usually do in Pioneer. Now you'll see I'm I haven't changed anything. This is what most what everybody's basically doing, right? Do, did you do the Watcher of Spheres? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, you know, there are a couple cards that I could eventually put in. I could put in the eventually Catilda, uh, the uh, new Cemetery Illuminator, you know, but that, that's, that's to come. Now, uh, let them know my land base. Four, Botanical Sanctum. Four, Hollowed Fountain. Four, Hengegate Pathway. Three, Birkin... Uh, Birkin Isle Pathway? Let me see this pathway. Sorry. No, that's a quite a white. Okay. Three. Oh, Bark Channel uh, Pathways. Okay. Sorry. Two, Banshloft Pathway, two, Temple Garden, two, Breeding Pool, and two, Island. All right, there you go. See that that's see as I said, you know, these are updated from since last time uh COVID lockdown and before COVID lockdown uh Cal time came out. So as you see, I put several pathways in the deck. It actually streams out the deck, but I'm going to be quite sincere with you. I would like more lands uh for them to uh get to like some of the quick lands if possible uh to bring in just just for me personally, I just feel more comfortable Quicklands. Um, maybe the um, because all currently all we have is the enemy color. I would like to have the allied colors. Now, uh, now this is the moment where everybody's waiting for, right? Yes. Everybody wants to hear. Now they know the main deck. They know what I'm uh, what I've put together. Um, ooh, excuse me. What the hell was that? It was like it came up from the bottom <laughs> of my throat. Excuse me. All right, now, this is my sideboard, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, let it go. One, 
Selfless Spirit, two, Rest in Peace, two, Aethergeist, three, Portable Hole, three, Mystical Dispute, four, Anchor of Emerald. Archon. Archon. Sorry. Is that the last one? Yes. Okay, that's Archon of um, uh, Myria. Okay. Okay. No, it's okay. You know, you're still, you know, you're still <laughs> learning Magic the Gathering, so it's all good. Now, for those who don't know, like I'd love to have my wife on the show. This is a great thing. We share magic. We, you know, but uh, this is probably the l- l- second to last time you'll hear her voice. She's having surgery, so uh, you will not be hearing her voice for quite some time, right? For a few weeks. For a few weeks. So uh, I wish you well, dear, but uh, we got one more episode before then, so let, let's see what happens. So hopefully you'll be on that episode as well. So with that being said, that was my deck list for Pioneer. So do me a favor. If you like that deck list, do me a favor. Hit uh, hit me up on Twitter or, G, uh, you know, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts. And, uh, you know, give me some good criticism. I'm I'm okay with it. Now comes the decks that you're going to face. All right? This is my honorable mention. Now, this honorable mention deck is actually, you know, in the top three most played decks in Pioneer. Me personally, I think there's holes in it still. I think it's still a great deck. We are at slight disadvantage against it, but we can still kick its ass. My my main concern is it, it it's still waiting. There it's still there's still pieces to it that if Wanti decides to put it together, this is going to be the best deck in Pioneer and nearly next to unstoppable. And that's, is it Phoenix? That's right. Is it a Phoenix deck? It is an it is a Phoenix deck. It runs red-blue. It is a burn and card draw. Now, the whole premise of this deck is to allow the Phoenix to attack and also back, you know, bounce creatures back to opponent's hands using Thing in the Ice, constantly playing spells, and bing, it turns into a horror and bounce your creatures back. Now, the key cards in this deck, obviously, is Arcline Phoenix. It, it, it hello it's called is it phoenix phoenix is the one of the key cards secondary card consider consider get it get, get it there the card's name is consider and i'm telling you to consider consider oh, okay it's pretty smart right yeah, and then and then expressive iteration these are some of the key cards that you need to consider when playing against this deck Obviously, I explained to you in my previous episode how to attack it, but this this is the sideboard. What I would end up removing from my deck is one selfless spirit and then two spectral sailor. I usually like to be more aggressive, but I decided to take out the spectral sailor and then this is where you can go different from me. I decided to go out one Shackle Geist one Pyrian, and one Empyrean Eagle. You can choose to take out two Empyrean Eagle, keeping back the Shackle Geist so you're able to tap down the uh, uh, the Phoenix so you don't have to worry about anything. And since the Shackle Geist is two mana and they happen to get thing out the ice out, well, fortunately, remember we have rattle chains. Then we can vomit out quickly the two 
if we necessary uh, to uh, two spirits to do the Shacklegeist. So that that would be my suggestion to remove. Now, what you put in is three Arch, uh, Archon of Emeria and two Rest in Peace. The reason why I've chosen, sorry, three Archon of Emeria and two Rest in Peace. The reason why I've chosen this card, let me read you MP, uh, Archon of Emeria. Ready? It's a two, uh, two generic, one white, two, three flyer. Each player can't cast more than one spell each turn. Non-basic lands, your opponent controls, enters the battlefield tapped. So basically, this is a card that slows your opponent down. It says, hey, uh, it's a rel- red, uh, this is a yellow light. There's a cop right there. Do you have the testicular fortitude to run that? And more than likely, you do not. If not, you're going to get a ticket. Second of all, it allows you to play what? One spell a turn? Well, I hate to tell you, what Phoenix likes to do is... V- Keep on playing spell after spell after spell after spell after spell to hurry up and get Phoenix out onto the board. And since the fact that it's what? Three mana? Hmm. And then remember, you got Watcher of the Spheres that lowers the casting cost on this to two, one white and one generic. So that's the reason why I ended up putting uh, Imperian... uh, Amiria, the Archon of Amiria in there. And then two Restal... Rest in peace. Just the fact that guess what? It slows them down. It takes away the 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 instance of sorceries that are in their graveyard, so they can't count and using it for future reference. So there you go. I removed one selfless spirit to uh, spectral sailor. I removed one shackle guys and one Empyrean eagle for three archon of Emeria and two rest in peace. So that's your honorable mention. Is it Phoenix? Now. For my number five, I wanted to hit a certain button, but I was like, oh, which button is the one button? But I forget. Here, let me try. Ooh, there it is. I like that one. Ready? Number five, mono black. Obviously, it's a black deck, right? This is a quick deck that uses uh, creature destruction and vampire synergy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Vampires is here. Thanks to Crimson Val and other previous sets. And this deck is definitely quick. It's, I'm going to tell you, it's not burn quick, but it's like uh, three shades, four shades slower. Now, this deck, the key cards to this deck is Thoughtseize, Fatal Push, and Soren, the Imperious Bloodlord. Let me tell you right now, do not sleep on that Soren. A three-mana Soren... I'm going to tell you, if you're not careful and go out of your way to defeat that Soren, your butt's going to be Soren. Let me just tell you, hands down. Right? Now, the cards that I would end up removing, one Shackle Geist. Uno. That's it. What I would end up putting in, one Selfless Spirit. The reason why? Creature Destruction. You want to keep your main bodies on the board. Which one, Which do I mean by the main bodies? Simple. You want to definitely keep... Uh, Shacklegeist, no, not Shacklegeist. Well, hold on, sorry, sorry. Just had a brain fart. Let me see my list here. Sorry, I got to look at my my thing. But what I would, what I think is in, uh, necessary to keep on the board, obviously, is spell queller because you're sitting there countering certain spells from them. You're also slowing them down with Skyclave Apparition because you're tearing apart their deck. You're removing it from from play. Yes, they end up getting a, a, an illusionary token, 
But eh, you know, they're quick enough. We want to sit there and keep on smash, smash, smash. And what spell queller and sky clapper, sky clave apparition are the ones to sit there and help us out with that. Now, sometimes they want to go after our watchers' fears because they know we can vomit out creatures. And thanks to Collected Company. Oh, I love Collected Company. It's We're able and capable of doing so. Now, at number four. I opened the door, which I should have. There you go. I hit the right button now. Okay. Number four. Five-color Niv-Mizzet. Now, I hate this deck. This is one deck that I loathe. I can't stand. If I could find every single version of this deck and put it in a bonfire, I would because I I struggle against this deck every single time. But my my sideboarding, I believe, is on point. This is a slow deck. And its goal is to kill your creatures early so they can set up in the long term and build out their bigger creatures. Now, this is a deck that goes and starts fishing and searching by using these key cards. Bring to light, Niv-Mizzet Reborn, and then eventually Valky, God of Flies. Now, if you weren't around for Kaldheim and you're new here to Pioneer, Valky, God of Flies... Is a lying liar who tells lies. He he's a fibber. He's a fabricator. A teller of untruths. He will have you run amok. He's a mean guy. Now the cards that I would actually remove from this is two Skyclave Apparition, two Shacklegeist, and one Selfless Spirit. Now the reason why is Skyclave Apparition makes no sense here. As much as we want to sit there and remove, uh, you know, permanence. Most of these permanents are over four. So we end up getting screwed. It's like, oh, well, yay, we're doing nothing. Number two, Shacklegeist. It's a great card. We get to tap creatures, but it's not what we need at the particular moment. And then one, Selfless Spirit, gone, even though we like to protect our creatures. And you're, it's a really weak flex spot here in this matchup. Now, what I end up putting in is three Archon of Amiria. Why? Because it slows our opponent down. They like to play these multicolored cards. So it comes into play tapped. It slows them down even further, stopping them from sitting there and killing your creatures. And then also two Aether Gust. Why? Because let's return back to their hands the creatures that they have so they can't attack you. They can't do what they want. So we sit there and force upon them our righteous judgment as spirits. So remember, in the five-color Niv-Mizzets, we remove two Sky Vaporition, two Shacklegeist, one Selfless Spirit, and we put in three Archon of Emeria and two Aether Gusts. What do you think so far, Ravishing? Sounds good. Sounds good. I like that. Now, in the third spot, I went with Sramzoras. It's a white-black deck. It's quick that resembles boggles now for those who don't know boggles it's just a stupid deck that has he the creatures have hexproof and then next thing they just put uh, you know uh creature ores onto it and it attacks and you can't do nothing and you're twirling your thumbs going sweet baby jesus my life sucks this is an extremely extremely quick deck and the mana cost throughout the whole entire deck is less than two mana the key cards 
that you, the individual, the player, need to keep an eye out. Poner ojo. That means keep an eye. Is this. SRAM's senior artificer. Telling you right now. You got to get this bad boy. You have to. You got to remove him. Next full. Next one is hateful Eidolon. Okay, this is a spirit here. He's a sellout. I'm calling him out. He's a sellout. He's playing for the other team. This is a bad guy. It allows them to draw cards. And then Thoughtseize. I don't know about you. I like having my hand. And especially if you have a collective company and they remove it. Ugh, that that's a like that's like a spear in the side. It's awful. Now, the cards that you want to remove from your deck for sideboarding is one selfless spirit and two shacklegeist. The cards that you want to put in, obviously, are three portable hole. This artifact is a great thing to put in because what did I mention before? The main, their main deck is two mana or less. What's the point of uh, portable hole? What's the what does it do? It deals with things that are two mana or less. It has Ram, uh, senior artificer's name written all over it. I love this. It's gonna it's gonna take out his auras and everything about him. So, like I said, one selfless spirit, two shackle geist out, three portable holes in for Sram's auras. In the second spot, Boros deck wins. Red white, red white, red white, red white. It, let me just tell you. Burn, 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 burn is just, it's just tough. But you know what I find amazing is the only reason why they end up putting white in here. Why? Boros charm. Boros charm. That's the only reason why this is a white. It has any hint of white. And it does so exceptionally well. But let's get into this deck. It's a quick deck that deals a bunch of small creatures to win. It pecks and pecks and pecks and pecks. It's just an annoying bird that just flies around and just, you know, pecks at your coconut like uh, seagulls do to Yoda. All right? They use their burn spells to kill our creatures, to leave their, you know, leave the board open so they can peck at you. The key cards that you want to consider to remove, to, to stand a chance to fight, is Soul Scarred Mage. That one is brutal because it gives us the gives they give us our creatures negative one, negative one. And then the Eidolon of the Great Revel. Another spirit that's a sellout. I don't know about you, but most of our creature, you know, most of our spells are three or less, and they're dealing points to us, damage to us by playing spells. That sucks. And then you got Boros Charm. Nah man. That that card is that, that card is too good to be true. Now, the cards that I would end up removing from my deck for sideboarding is one Selfless Spirit, two Spectral Sailor, and four Shacklegeist. I'm not really in fear of tapping any of their creatures. That's why Shacklegeist is out. Spectral Sailor, yes, I want to get under them, but I, I think we still have moves. And Selfless Spirit is really a flex spot here in this position. What I would end up putting in here is three Portable Hole. Why? Because I have a good chance of dealing with these creatures with the portable hole, the three of them. Then two Aether Gusts. Why? Why not? Just 
bounce, you know, pluck them back into your hand, slow them down. And then finally, two Archon of Emeria stops them from playing multiple spells over and over again, makes them play one spell a turn. Can you ask for anything more when it comes to burn? No. More than likely, they're going to do everything in the power to burn Archon of Emeria. And that's why we have Mausoleum Wanderer to counter it. This is the reason why we have Spell Queller to counter that. That's why we have Rattle Chains to protect our creatures, right? Just throwing that out there. And then finally, in the number one spot, the number one deck that we, the Spirit Tribe, need to worry about, and Sideboard 4... Can you take a guess, Renata? No, okay. (laughs) It's Spirits. The number one deck without any bias whatsoever. I'm going to be here, seeing here. The toughest matchup that we will face is Spirits, Spirits itself. Now, there's three different, actually, technically, there's four versions, but technically, you will see mostly three. You're going to see the Bant. You're going to see the Azores and the Mono Snow Build. The fourth version is Simic. It's slowly making the way up. You know, it's still, there's, you know, maybe, it's still missing maybe one or two pieces for Simic to be, you know, that the chef's kiss, the, you know what I mean? It's almost there. This is a tempo deck. You should know how to face your own deck. You know, there's you there's different ways to consider this deck. Bant, you know what? It likes to vomit creatures. Azorius likes to sit there and do the interactivity. Simic is just small and get under really quick. Mono Blue Snow Build, it's quick to get under and allows you to draw cards. It's tough. It's it's tough. It's all about these are tempo decks that have interaction. The key cards, I'm going to go one by one. Bant, obviously, collected company. I'm, 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 hopefully, I'm not shocking anyone. Azorius, this one might shock you. Watcher of the Spheres. The reason why I'm saying Watcher of the Spheres is one of the key cards for Azorius is because this here is our cheap uh welfare edition uh you know aether vial aether vial is one of these cards that make allow us to put put our creatures out there at a lessened cost and because the fact that it decreases most of our creatures down to one mana to or to two mana makes this deck sing so watch out the fears spheres sorry with azorius keep an eye out for in Simic, it's Rattle Chains. Why? Because it has Flash, and it gives all your creatures Flash. So the key card we need to worry about there is Rattle Chains. And then in Mono, Snow, Mono Blue Snow, Rattle Chains again, because it allows our opponents to play Spirits with Flash. Now I know some of you are like, well, Dwight, how about... You know, how about this card and this card? Yeah, you, you, there's an argument for all of it. But realistically, we're looking for the key cards. So Bant is Collected Company, Azorius, Watcher of the Spheres, 
and Simic, it's Rattle Chains, and Mono Blue Snowbuild, it's Rattle Chains. Now, what I would end up taking out, this is tough, but this is what I went with. I ended up removing the selfless spirit because there's no real board wipe. I removed Spectral Sailor. Yes, it's cheap. It's a 1-1, but it's a 1-1 for one mana, but it's it's you know, it's a 1-1. And then two Shackle guys ended up removing. The reason why is I want to have more interactivity. I want to sit there and counter spells and remove certain creatures from them. And I ended up putting in three mystical disputes to counter their blue spells, to counter their blue creatures. And then also two portable hole. If there's a way that I can remove, you know, uh, uh, what, what, uh, Jesus, Supreme Phantom to lower their, their ability from buffing up their creatures or their rattle chains. I'm going to take advantage of that. Hell, even Watcher of the Spheres is a good idea to remove just because it slows them down. So when it came to this this particular deck, it, it, it took me some time. I was like, how do I battle against me? So, like I said, out comes the Selfless Spirit, two Spectral Sailor, two Shackle Geist, out. In, three Spectral Disputes, sorry, Mystical Disputes, and then two Portable Hole. So, Renata, what did you think of this breakdown? Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. I like that. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. This is my Pioneer Sideboard Edition band style that you requested. If you have any more that you want to send my way, you know what? I'll gladly do it. But now I have an announcement of myself for myself. The 75th edition, the 75th episode. I will be joined with a modern master live. My goal is to do it live where we can have interactivity with you in, in out there in Twitch world. My goal is to be out there in Twitch live i do not want to do pre-recorded because to me that's kind of boring and lame but that's my goal we're still i'm working with a group called rec productions w-r-e-c-k the letter d productions i do a show with them on thursday evenings called the weekly catch-up with handsome and the other guy obviously i'm handsome so my wife would say right right Rev of Jean? course okay there you go so i'm working with them to bring in a special guest it is a modern master. He's my mentor. And just say he's a fishy kind of fellow. That's all I'm going to say until until I can you know, pinpoint and say 100% accuracy how the episode's going to get done. My goal is to have on my 75th episode this modern master with us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Segment number two, numero dos. 
It's the shout-out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. If you didn't make it, don't worry. Have no fears. Have no worries. I and the rest of the spirit crew, the spirit squad, the spirit squadron, shall I say, will be rooting for you no matter what. And guess what? If I didn't get you this time, I'm going to get you the next time. Have no fear. No worry. Just keep on going out there and try to kick ass. That's all I ask you to do and have faith in the deck that you play. Now, in Legacy and Historic, you know what? I was a little disappointed, and... <laughs> yep, sure, Legacy and Historic. But, in Pioneer, November 27th, Asorius, first place, Hideki Surasuchi. Hideki Surasuchi. On November 29th, 5 over the Nazarius build, Claudio. Claudio, look at you guys out there kicking ass. Congratulations for kicking ass in Pioneer. Now, in Modern, November 23rd, 5 over the Nazarius build, Dr. Queller. And then finally, November 26th, 5 over with a Bant. Guess who? Dr. Queller. Congratulations, Dr. Queller, for kicking ass. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you see here, this proves in modern, guess what? You can still play either version, Azorius or Bant, currently in modern and kick ass. Now, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm doing everything I can to get Dr. Queller on. I want him to be my, my 100th episode. That would be great to do. So I'm calling you out, Dr. Queller. I need to have you on my 100th episode. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you. Ren well, before you do, Renata, do you have anything you want to share with the rev uh, with the listening audience from around and around the world, the thousands and thousands? I just want to say thank you for listening and uh, staying with us. And if you see a um, a poll the next time you listen to this podcast, uh, please answer it. We just want to get some information on. What other social media platforms you'd like to see more MTG content on? Well, there you go. There you go. And uh, uh, here's, a, here's a little hint. We may be doing a merchandising store, a merchandising store for you. That may be coming soon. Yeah, you might get your own MTG ectoplasm shirt. Here, let me give you that. For those who potentially are saying you, you may get a chance at getting MTG ectoplasm shirt or coffee. Coming down the bike, maybe. For men and women. For men and women. So guess what, fellas? Mm hmm Or ladies, you know. You know, going out there like, hey, I'm a spirit girl. I'm a spirit fella. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening. Uh enough for our little stupid shenanigans here. But I want to tell you. Keep on doing what you got to do. Enjoy playing the spirit deck. And next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's Bushid. I'm out of here. See you guys next time.